I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning, sponsored by Stride. Whether you are enrolled, participating in the re-enrollment process, or just exploring an online school program for the first time, it's always good to look to the top leadership and see how they are communicating the vision and inspiring the desire to achieve success. School decisions reach deep into each family, and good leadership can permeate all levels to assure confidence and to keep the joy in learning. In today's episode, I have the honor to introduce you to Stride CEO, James Rue. He's new to this position, and I'm excited to let you hear his refreshing and enthusiastic outlook as he shares some of his vision, some of his vision, and some of his personal interest too. It isn't every day I get to be part of a conversation with the CEO of the company that has impacted my family in such a significant way. As we were getting started, I shared with Mr. Rue that I'm a parent of a K-12 graduate from the very first graduating class in 2009. And that graduate now has an enrolled kindergartner that I was representing a multiple generation K-12 family. He will reference that at the end of our conversation. I've also invited my friend and colleague, Brittany Markland, to the conversation today. Thanks for joining us. So uh, thanks. appreciate the opportunity to be here. I've been here with Stride, previously K-12, since 2013, so almost eight years. I started out as a CFO and over time sort of migrated into more operational roles. Most recently, I was the president. And then in this January, a couple months ago, the board elected me as the next CEO, privileged to be a part of this, this community and this family. You know, I really serve at the behest of the board and uh, appreciate their confidence in me. Prior to coming to K-12, I always like to tell people I wasn't an educator. I'm not an academic. I didn't work in the education industry. I, in fact, I worked most recently at a company called Match.com, which uh, I think most people have heard of. And we produced a little app while I was there called Tinder. It's become one of the more popular dating places to go. So my experiences were a lot different and are a lot different. You know, I think sort of in the theme that I think we as a company aspire to, my journey is also lifelong learning. I'm learning here every day. I'm learning about our industry. It's one of those things where I think I get to apply a lot of the things I've learned over my career, but I also get to enrich and grow myself personally and professionally being a part of this experience. So I'm really excited about the new role. I'm really excited to be here. I think we've got a long way to go from where we are. I think we're just in the beginning of what we can be. I'm going to quote a person I admire a lot, Jeff Bezos, who runs Amazon, and he ends every shareholder letter with a a statement, a phrase. And that statement is, it's still day one. And I feel like that way for us. I feel like we have so much ahead of us that we're just in the beginning of what we can really accomplish for our country and for society. So uh, I'm really privileged to be in this role. Thank you for that, James. And to your point, although we are at the beginning stages of what we can be, we are a company with 20 years of experience. James, can you tell us who is Stride? I always say it this way, and I, I do it at the risk of, I think, offending some people, but I don't see us as an education company. And I know that that doesn't fare well with some of the sensibilities that I, of some of our audience, but I actually see us as a company that helps people who otherwise aren't going to get helped. And the mechanism through which we help them often is education. And I say often because I think it's not always and it's not only through education that we help them. I think we help families in so many different ways. Education is one of them. It's a primary one, but it's not the only one. I think we're a company that really offers an opportunity for many families that just otherwise wouldn't be getting help. Oftentimes, many of us, myself included, you know, who are very privileged, we lose sight of the fact that our country 
really needs companies like us that are reaching out to families that need that kind of help. And so I sort of see us as I, I know, you know, we have a mission around lifelong learning and things like that. And of course, that is what we do. But I really see education as a means to an end. And that end really is sort of that outreach of help, the ability to change so many lives, particularly with our career programs now. My goal is to change lives, not just in an academic way, but in an economic way. The way that we can enable many of our communities is empowering them economically, putting people on these career trajectories where they have real economic freedom is a very, very powerful statement we can make to this country. And that's why I think we're still at the beginning. You know, we've already helped tens of thousands of kids put them on a path towards a career trajectory, but I think it should be millions of kids. I love that. And that's been one of the reasons that I've been a longtime employee of K-12 and Stride as well, getting those daily reminders of the lives that we're changing in students from advanced learners to military families who have the ability to stay online regardless of their location. And like you said, just touching so many people. I appreciate that. So tell us, James, in your opinion, what is online learning? I know a lot of families have experienced their version based on the 2020 experience and the pandemic that has affected us. But in a Strad K-12 powered world, what is online learning? Like any innovation or any new experience, there's often a wide spectrum of what online learning can be. And I think, unfortunately, many people in this country experienced the, the bad version, if you will, during the pandemic. We've been doing this for 20 years. We are the best in the world at what we do. And we've already impacted over 2 million lives doing what we do over those 20 years. I'm very confident that actually, while it's taken us 20 years to get to a couple million, we will impact a couple million more in the next several years. It won't take us another 20 years because of, I think, the expansion of the programs that we're going to introduce. To me, online learning, it's really, for us at least, it's just a mechanism to provide for the educational needs of individuals. And that mechanism that we deploy happens to be digital first. It happens to use amazing teachers who are well-trained in their craft at online learning. It involves tremendous support, administrators, principals. There's a whole community around online learning. It's not just about going to a website. It's not just about a digital tool. It's not even just about the digital curriculum. Online learning is still a community. And it's a community that we support fervently. And it's a community that's enriched by all the support systems that we bring to it. And that does include the tools. It does include the curriculum. But it also includes our eSports League. It includes Job Shadow Week over the summer. It includes the K-12 Rock and Roll Band or the Rock and Roll Club and uh, the Spelling Bee that we're going to have a finals here for in a couple of weeks. There's an art contest that we do, a national art contest that we do that culminates here in May. It's a community that we foster it happens to be online. And I think that we do it better than anybody else can because we've been doing it so long. And we're not just trying to recreate the in-classroom brick and mortar experience. We're doing it our way that I think is just really enriching. And I think, again, we're just at the beginning stages. There's so much more we can do. I, I just had a, a discussion earlier this week about blowing out our esports league. I want to make it a national esports league that includes all the brick and mortar schools. And I, go, I want to go beat them at esports. <laughs> you know, I want our kids to go beat them at esports. Why not? You know, there's just so much more we can do in this community, I think, to really enrich the lives. And again, education is one piece of it, but there's a whole community, I think. And that's, that's really what online learning is about. It's not just the 
online curriculum. Of course, that's an important part, but there's a bigger, broader community aspect to it. And I think that extends, by the way, towards the career learning. You know, there's a lot of community aspects to the career learning as well. There's the Tallow platform. There's the summer internships. There's the advisors and counselors. There's just, it's so enriching, I think, what we can do online. And I think people sort of have this narrow view of what online learning is. And I think we bring so much more to that. And I think we bring so much more in ways that brick and mortar programs, they've not even thought about or considered. And we, we really distinguish ourselves because of the people that, are, that run those programs for us. I concur. And your enthusiasm is contagious. And I know that's going to flow down from your employees all the way into the families. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else we can do. You've touched a little bit on our career prep line of business. Can you tell us any more about other lines of business that Stride offers? For families. Sure. So obviously our core business, if you will, where we started 20 years ago was, is really just a, what we call general education. It's online virtual learning that is uh, sort of, I say, mimics the path you would take in any school district, grades K through 12 and graduate and do after graduation, whatever you choose to do. So there's a sort of, I'd say, a core foundational product there. We also offer direct to consumer products. I think sometimes they fly a little bit under the radar screen, but we have a tremendous team, administrators, educators, back office that support an entire private direct to consumer suite of products. Many of them mimic the other products that we have, but we also chunk them up into smaller pieces and sell courses and things like that. I guess though, we also have products that we sell to, to districts and an institutional business. I'm most excited, I think, about some of the products that we're going to be introducing. And it sort of comes back to this community concept that I was talking about. We are going to be putting into the marketplace some products around what I call teacher empowerment. I've always believed that teachers are really at the center of what we do. And so we're going to be introducing some tools here in the next 12 months or so that really empower our teachers. It empowers them to manipulate our curriculum. It will empower them to take into their own hands some of their own professional development. It allows more self-serve. It allows more self-serve around data. And so I'm really excited that a lot of these things we're going to introduce for the benefit, certainly first and foremost, of the teachers that work in our programs. But I think more broadly, we have an opportunity to impact millions of teachers across the country with these tools. We have the ability to help millions of families with some of these tools. I don't think that a lot of the things that we do should be relegated to just the people that operate within the confines of the programs that we manage. I think there's a broader audience that that community should extend to. And but like just, just like the esports league that I was referencing, why not have it be for everybody? And so I think we just broaden the aperture of how we can bring some of our products into the marketplace is, is going to be really exciting. I love that. That's great. That setting everyone up for success from our own families to those who are not signed up for a Stride K-12 powered school per se, but it's setting us all up for success. With all of our products, James, can you tell us more about the Stride mission? You know, to me, the mission sort of runs deeper than just education. The mission really is about building that community and helping those within the community and particularly helping those within the community that otherwise aren't getting helped. And I'm going to tell you a story. This, this story to me encapsulates the mission, if you will. It's an extreme story, but it really does encapsulate to me the mission. And the story goes, and this was recounted to me by somebody years ago that ran our schools. The story goes that there was a, a woman who had a child and this child was, was physically challenged from the neck down. So they weren't completely paralyzed, but they had very limited motor function 
the child couldn't speak, so wasn't able to talk, wasn't able to verbally communicate, at least. The mother of this child, though, really believed that this child should continue to have sort of, say, the opportunities that kids, that sort of normal kids, if you will, have. But unfortunately, this child was diagnosed with not just a physical disability, but also a learning disability. Now, this mother never believed that. She used to go around to, to different counselors, therapists. She petitioned the school board to basically allow her child to go in, into the normal program, not the special education programs. And she never gave up. In fact, every day after school, she would take the child home and sit the child down in front of the computer and try to teach, supplement the education that they were getting in the Brooklyn Water School District. And one day, uh, the phone rings and she goes to the kitchen to answer the phone. She's gone for 10 minutes. When she comes back, that child painstakingly typed out three words on the computer. And those three words were, I understand everything. Now, you don't have to be a parent to understand and appreciate how impactful those three words were. Well, what did she do? She called K-12. And that student enrolled. And that student graduated salutarian of their class. That child was never, ever going to get the help they needed unless they came to us. So when I say it's really, I think our mission, our values are really centered around helping people who otherwise wouldn't get help. There are thousands of stories, maybe not as extreme as that, of families that they just need something different. We use education as a mechanism to providing that help, but they do. They need something different. And this isn't a criticism of the brick and mortar school districts. They have to provide a product that caters to essentially a least common denominator. They have to do that. We don't. We can really customize and individualize our products to the needs of those students. I have a saying that I, I say to, I used to say to our investors all the time, is that we meet students at their point of need. And if you think about that, again, most school districts can't do that. Kids have to meet the district where they want them to meet them. We go and meet them where at their point of need. And I, I think that's a really powerful part of, of who we are in our mission. Wow. That was powerful to say the least. So thank you for sharing that story. And again, your passion is, is contagious. What are the three websites that you visit every single day? I guess I have a hobby. I don't know if it's maybe the right word to call it, but I really enjoy studying business. I've been reading the Wall Street Journal, the paper, for those of you who aren't old enough to remember, you used to have to actually walk out of your house, in my case, to the driveway to physically go get the news and just show up on a device. I started reading the Wall Street Journal pretty much every day for the past 30 years. I did it right out of college, basically. I had the unique opportunity to work at Dow Jones, who was the owner of the Wall Street Journal about 12 years ago. And I worked there for a period of time, right when they were pivoting to the digital version of the Wall Street Journal. And the Wall Street Journal, they have another publication called Barron. And Barron's is specifically towards investing news. Of. And so, uh, so those are two of the three I read every day, literally. I read the Wall Street Journal and I read Barron's every day. And it really feeds into sort of, I'll say, my hobby. It also helps me in my job. I mean, I, I really, I learn a lot about what other companies are doing. You know, I mentioned Amazon, but I like, you know, I get to read about like what an Amazon's doing out there, what a Facebook's doing out there. I'm not a big social media person, but I get a lot of, frankly, my, like what social media even exists, like TikTok. I mean, I really wouldn't know that without uh, probably reading the Wall Street Journal. And, and then the third one, really, I go to Google News. I just, I really enjoy general news and I'm sort of a, 
like to consume generalist news. And so I read that almost every day. And I'm going to give you a fourth, just, I know you only asked for three, but it's just a shout out to my, uh, to my roots. I grew up in Philadelphia and I not probably not every day, but most days I read philly.com, particularly their sports page, because I like to follow Philly sports and I'm a big Philly fan. So to shout out to all our Philadelphia area listeners. So that's really the fourth one. I. What is something you have learned today? Today, I'm going to be an early riser, which is, I think, good, hopefully, for this question that I had more hours in today to try to learn something. The nice thing is, usually, probably before 7 a.m. every day, I learn a ton because that's generally when I have some free time and I, I consume a lot of the, the four websites that I just mentioned. So I learn actually a ton, I think, every day before 7. But I actually learned something today very, very recently after 7 a.m. that really touched me in a, in a, in a way that I was, was very unexpected. And what I learned was, is that K-12 is now a multi-generational product. <laughs> and I didn't know that. I didn't know that we had multi-generational families uh, in our community. And I think of all the things that I will learn today, maybe this week, maybe this month, that will probably be the thing that sticks with me most. Because that means when you, when you can touch a family in a multi-generational way, that means that you're doing something right. So that to me is, is probably the best thing that I've learned today. Thank you. And thank you for being a part of it. Thank you so much, James. This has been great, really wonderful. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning. To learn more about our online public schools, our career prep programs, and our private school and individual course offerings, please go to k12.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can join us next time for K-12 on Learning. Learning.